Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you've been following along, then you know we've learned a lot about David. In our last episode, we learned that David finally became king over Israel. He was now King David. What do you think of when you think of a king? A king is someone who rules over his land and his people. He makes laws and rules for the people of the land to follow. A good king makes sure that the people in his kingdom are safe from enemies, that they have good homes to live in and good food to eat. Do you think David was a good king? Yes, David was a good king. The Bible says that David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all his people. David also won many battles against the enemies of the Israelites. He defeated the Philistines, the Moabites, the Arameans, the Edomites, the Ammonites, and the Amalekites. That's a lot of ites. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. It was a good and peaceful time for Israel under King David. And after King David was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, he looked around at his palace, the beautiful home he was living in, and he realized, Here I am, living in a palace of cedar, while the ark of God remains in a tent. David had said this to the prophet Nathan. You see, since Samuel had passed away, Nathan was a new prophet that God had raised up to give godly wisdom and advice to David. Nathan said to David, Whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it, for the Lord is with you. Remember, a prophet was a man or a woman of God who spoke to the king and the people on behalf of the Lord. Many times the Lord would give a word to the prophet, and he would be responsible to share that word with the king. The prophets were very, very close to the Lord. This is what was about to happen to Nathan, the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great I Am, Yahweh, was about to come to Nathan and tell him something very, very important. Before we listen to what God told Nathan, I want you to remember a very important word we learned a long time ago. Do you remember when we learned about the word covenant? Can you say covenant? Do you remember what a covenant is? A covenant is an agreement or a promise between two people. Each person in the covenant agrees or promises to do their part of whatever the agreement is. So far, we've learned about a few different covenants God has made with his people. The first covenant we learned about was the covenant God made with Noah after the flood. Do you remember what God promised Noah? God made a covenant with Noah that he would never again flood the earth. Then God came and made a covenant with Abraham. Do you remember what God promised to Abraham? God promised Abraham that he and Sarah would have a child and they would become a great nation, the nation of Israel. God also promised Abraham a promised land, and he promised Abraham that all people on the earth would be blessed through him. 
Next, God made a covenant with Moses and the Israelites. At Mount Sinai, God made a covenant with the Israelites that if they would obey the commandments he was giving to them, he would be their God and they would be his people. So far, those are three very important covenants we have learned about. Have you figured out that God likes to make covenants with his people? God likes to make covenants with us because it shows us that he keeps his word. When God makes a promise, he keeps it. We can trust that he is faithful and he always does what he promises. Well, can you guess that we are going to learn about another covenant today? This time, God is going to make a covenant with David. If a covenant is a promise, what do you think God will promise to David? Let's listen to what the Lord tells Nathan. That night, the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build me a house to dwell in? I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought the Israelites up out of Egypt to this day. I have been moving from place to place with a tent as my dwelling. Wherever I have moved with all the Israelites, did I ever say to any of their rulers who I commanded to shepherd my people, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now then, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture and from the flock to be ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all your enemies from before you. Now I will make your name great, like the greatest men of the earth. And I will provide a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all of your enemies. The Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. When your days are over and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, who will come from your own body, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will punish him with the rod of men, but my love will never be taken from him as I took it away from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Your house and your kingdom will endure forever before me. Your throne will be established forever. And Nathan reported to David all of the words of this entire revelation. Wow, truth seekers, that's a lot of promises that God made to David. God made a wonderful covenant with David that his family would continue to rule and reign on the throne as kings over Israel. This was a comforting promise to David to know that his sons and grandsons after him would continue to rule as kings. Remember, this was something that God had taken away from Saul because of his disobedience. But God was promising to David that his family line would continue on the throne as long as they followed him and served him and obeyed him. He also promised David that it would be his son who would build a new tabernacle for the Ark of the Covenant to be placed. David had been worried that the Ark of the Covenant was just sitting under a tent when the presence of God needed a much more beautiful dwelling place than that. So God told David that his son would be the one to build it. 
God promised David that his name would be great among all people on the earth and that he and the Israelites would live in the land God had given to them in peace from their enemies. One last promise that God made to David was that his throne would be established forever. Can you say forever? Forever is a long time. Can you even imagine forever? It's hard to think about forever, isn't it? Forever means that something will go on and on and never end. How is it possible that David's family could rule forever? True seekers, this is a major clue to God's plan for the future that involved all of us, not just David. This covenant was a special covenant because it contained a clue to God's plan to save and rescue us from sin. If we flip open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 1, we will find that Matthew begins his book of the Bible with the Christmas story. Now wait a minute, how did we go from King David to the Christmas story? Well, in Matthew chapter 1, there is a long list of names. These names are all the relatives of Jesus. It's a list of Jesus' great, 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 great grandparents. Do you know the names of all of your grandparents and great-grandparents? How far back can you list your ancestors? In Jesus' list of great-great-great-grandparents, do you know whose name shows up? If you said King David, then you are correct. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 6, you will find King David's name in a long list of the ancestors of Jesus. Did you know that King David was related to Jesus? Well, you do now. And when God told David that his kingdom would last forever, God was looking ahead to the day when Jesus would be born. Jesus came to earth as the King of heaven. And Jesus wasn't just any king. He was God in flesh living among us. The greatest promise God could ever make to David was that one day a king would come from his line, but this king would live forever. And this king would come to save all people from their sins. I want you to think about that this Christmas. When we celebrate baby Jesus in a manger, we are celebrating a king. King Jesus who came from the line of King David and will one day return for us. He will return for those of us who believe in him and put our trust in him. That was such wonderful news to David. Do you know what his response was? He said, who am I, O Sovereign Lord, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? As if this were not enough in your sight, O Sovereign Lord, you have also spoken about the future of the house of your servant. Is this your usual way of dealing with man, O Sovereign Lord? What more can David say to you? For you know your servant, O Sovereign Lord, for the sake of your word and according to your will, you have done this great thing and made it known to your servant. How great you are, O Sovereign Lord, there is no one like you, and there is no God but you, as we have heard with our own ears. And who is like your people Israel, the one nation on earth that God went out to redeem as a people for himself, and to make a name for himself, and to perform great and awesome wonders by driving out nations and their gods from before your people, whom you redeemed from Egypt? You have established your people Israel as your very own forever, and you, O Lord, have become their God. 
And now, Lord God, keep forever the promise you have made concerning your servant and his house. Do as you have promised so that your name will be forever great. Then men will say, The Lord Almighty is God over Israel, and the house of your servant David will be established before you. O sovereign Lord, you are God. Your words are trustworthy, and you have promised these good things to your servant. Now be pleased to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever in your sight. For you, O sovereign Lord, have spoken, and with your blessing, the house of your servant will be blessed forever. Dear True Seekers, What truth did we find in today's story? We learned that God, even through all this time, still had a plan to save and rescue his people from sin. All the way back to the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve first sinned, God had a plan. When God saved Noah and his family from the flood, God had a plan. When God came to Abraham and told him he would be the father of a great nation, God had a plan. And now, when God came to David and told him that his kingdom would last forever, God had a plan. God would be faithful to this promise, as we will see. When Jesus was born and lived and died and rose again, God's plan was accomplished. Jesus now rules as King of Kings and Lord of Lords at the right hand of God in heaven. He has conquered sin and death and now gives us hope and eternal life. Sin no longer has to rule over us. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are set free from sin. Jesus sends his Holy Spirit to come and make his home inside of us. Jesus has come and his kingdom reigns, but we also wait for the day when he will return and make all things new. We wait for the day when there will be no more tears or crying or sadness because he will come and bring justice and set everything right again. Does that give you hope, true seekers? I certainly hope so. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 2 Samuel chapter 7 and 8. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, we thank you that you have had a plan from the beginning of time to save us. You knew we would need rescuing and you knew we would need a good king to come and rule over us with wisdom, protection, and justice. We choose to bow our knees to the true King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. Your kingdom will have no end and your kingdom is good. We accept you as our Lord and Savior and we make you our King. Thank you for being such a good and faithful King. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me today, True Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.